right, I got a few questions. Uh, oh, gosh. All right. Uh, should well, I step out of the room? Excited. You guys are like the yin and the yang of sports talk. <laughs> you know I'm a basketball guy. I love basketball season. Everything Why? is amazing. I'm on the owner's radar. It's never good. Not fun. I'm a little surprised you agreed to do this knowing that Paulie's part of the show. He's bound to do something every show that just makes no sense at all. <laughs> Buddy, open look at a three. Got it. This is Orange Nation with Stephen Fonte and Pauly Sebelia. Good afternoon, everyone. Glad to have you with us alongside Pauly Sebelia. I'm Stephen Fonte. As we welcome you into a Thursday edition of Orange Nation, we've got a lot to get to on the show today. It is Thursday, so that means Dan from the Wildcat Sports Pub will join us at 1230. We'll have to make our pick for the weekend. We also have some crunch tickets to give away at some point uh, during the show today. Aaron Solomon, head of strategy at Esquire Digital, will join us. Uh, We're going to ask him about the Urban Meyer situation down in Jacksonville. Urban Meyer not even surviving his first season down there. He is out, uh, his head coach. Then we got the Hall of Famer Jim Beheim at 1.30. Plus, we'll mix in your phone calls at 315-437-7644. You ever been fired from a job, Steve? Uh, No. You? Yeah. I'm in radio. It happened. I think I've been fired. I've been fired and rehired by multiple radio stations in this market. Is that right? Yeah. Just this business. This business is brutal. It is. It is. Um, he didn't even make it a year. Yeah, right? I know. I normally was not fired. You for, would last longer than that. Yeah, and not for reasons unbecoming to myself either. You know. Right. When Howard Stern takes your job, there's not much you can do. Exactly. But, you know. Right, right, right. And in Urban Meyer's case, yeah. you know, not only was he not doing a good job just in terms of wins and losses, but there was a lot of stuff. Yeah. Uh, off the field, behind the scenes. He was like, a distraction. There was a lot going on. Um, and so he, he didn't even survive the season. Not he, an ideal situation. Prince Odie in the Q Sports Talk chat saying, come on, Steve's not doing anything to get fired. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes it's out of your hands. To, no, to no, point, yeah. Especially yes, in this business. Yes, yes. Sometimes it's out of your hands. I live in fear that it's going to happen to me every day I wake up with that fear. You want to talk about something anxiety riddled? Yeah. Working in this business, you can get fired yeah. in a second. Yeah. And you can TV's have, the same way. I was going to say, you can have a contract, which I do at Channel 9, but yeah. contract doesn't mean a lot. If the company wants to make a change, they can make yeah, a change. Yeah, and you so. also could get fired in this business and then not be able to work in the same city again. No yeah. yeah, yeah. So. Although if they fire you, I, I'm pretty sure that would go away. Um, if you left on your own, like we have no compete clauses in our contracts at Channel 9. If you leave on your own, I think they would honor that and you would have to sit out for six months or whatever it is. If they, if it was their decision to let you go. I, I've been here, I think, 11 years and I still wake up with the terror yeah. of that it's over. Well, the coaching profession is much yes, the same Yes, very way. much. Very much the same way. Very much a year-to-year thing. Speaking of a you know a coach who we were talking a lot about his job in recent weeks, it's Dino Babers, and we did not uh, bring you the live press conference yesterday. There were some technical difficulties, but Dino uh, did hold his press conference on the uh, the first day of signing day, and um, let's uh, let's get to some of that sound. If I we do. Could. I do want to ask you a question. Yeah. they have the fourteenth ranked. They do. You know, and this is just... Out of 14, so you could say it. It's last. Last play. And I was not part of the selling point on him staying that they wanted to keep the recruit. Yeah, so you look at 
So I mean, some of this is the sheer numbers, right? Yeah. And I, I looked at they, it. I two, hope they do better in the portal. Two years ago, they brought in 18 guys uh, on the first day of the early signing period. Last year, they brought in 21 guys on the first day of the early signing period. Uh, yesterday, they brought in 13. It was going to be 12, and then they got the late commitment uh, towards the end of the day. Um, is that the kid that flipped? Uh, Champ Bailey's uh, nephew uh, okay. is the one that uh, that ended up coming. Here, he was the 13th to commit last night. So the numbers are down, and I think in, in part that's why they're ranked so low. But um, it's it's a concern because there there are a lot of holes to fill. And so, you know, Dino tried to spin it yesterday, and he talked a lot, and we'll get to his comments like, in a moment. I, I'm, I'm the first one that said he should be back. But, you know, the selling point, you know, one of them was, you know, we got to keep the recruiting class. Well, they, I, I think they, they did. I mean, yeah. <laughs> they kept the guys. I mean, they went into yesterday with 10 verbal commitments and those 10 guys signed. So they, they did commit, you know, they, they yeah. did keep those guys. Um, you know, and, and you've brought this up and, you know, we've talked about this the last several days that, especially on the offensive side of the football, they brought in four offensive recruits. Okay. Four of the 13 were on offense. And, and as you pointed out, and I think it was a good point. It's got to be tough to recruit offense right now. You don't have an offensive coordinator. You flip the philosophy uh, on the fly of what you're trying to do. You've got Sean Tucker locked in there as your as your go-to back. Um, you don't throw to the tight end. The receivers don't know how much work they're going to get in. You know from from Garrett Schrader, he's been very inconsistent. Um, so it's it's got to be difficult, I would imagine, to recruit to the skill positions. And they picked up a running back yesterday. They picked up a wide receiver. Uh, a couple of offensive linemen, but they they've got some holes to fill, especially on that side of the ball. They've got to build back up their depth. The good news is the receivers all all have a year under their belt now, right? Yes, um, but if we're being honest, like the receivers didn't didn't do much. So, well, you would hope they would improve. Yeah, Steve. No, I know from year one to year two. It, w- did they not perform well because? They were inexperienced. I, I Did think they not was... perform well because of who was throwing them the football? Did they not perform uh, well because they're not that good? Did they not perform well because of the offensive line? I mean, there are there are questions that need to be answered uh, among that group. And your one legit wide receiver that you had that you felt good about left the program. Yeah, the the portal is going to be very important for this team. Right. Um, and he was asked about that you yesterday. You better hope there's a bunch of Amba Etatawos out there that you you yeah, and see. I mean, Amma wasn't even spectacular yeah. at all. It, he barely Maryland. got the it ball was, in Maryland. It yeah. was it was a byproduct of this offense. But with that being said, you know the offense has changed now, Paulie. And and how much is it going to look like that offense that you know Steve Ishmael took advantage of and Amba Tower took advantage? Was it of? changed on the fly this year for re, you know for necessity purposes? Yes. Yeah, I don't think there's any doubt. Yeah, are they going to try and get back to you know because you could still in that offense. The the you know the fat the orange is the new fast. You can still get Tucker the ball yeah twenty times a game right. You just do it quicker. And he did that at Bowling Green. I mean, you yeah. know, did that at Bowling Green. There was a, a a mix of run and pass, and he came here and he said the goal is at least two hundred yards passing, at least two hundred yards rushing every game. Like that was the goal was yeah. balance, uh, but to go fast. So you're right. You can find ways to get Sean Tucker the football uh, in a fast offense, but. If you don't have a competent passing game uh, and you go fast, those could be some pretty quick drives. You know, if you're talking uh, run, run, pass, and you know you're 
handing the ball over to the other team in you know a minute and fifteen seconds. You're punting it back away. So um, they they got to figure out the passing game. They do, and the offensive coordinator has a say in that. Garrett Schrader certainly going to have a say in that. The receiver is going to have a say in that. Um, and you're right; they've got a, a core group of receivers theoretically coming back that gained some experience. But you know, are they good enough to thrive uh, in in an offense that has an inconsistent quarterback throwing the football? You would hope that they improve in all positions. You would hope you know it, it's going to be tough for Sean Tucker to improve, but you would hope the offensive line's better, the receivers are better. And the quarterback's better with a year of experience. Yes. Um, yeah. I, I think that you got to also hope that, in, in, I guess I'm hoping, I don't want to speak for everyone collectively, but I do hope they bring in a quarterback out of the portal to push him. And, you know, just like last year, Garrett Schrader came in and, all right, who's going to be the guy, the best, you know, let the best man win. And they had a competition and, you know, maybe Schrader wasn't ready when the season started and DeVito didn't do anything to grab the job and they changed things on the fly. They won a couple of games we didn't expect them to win. Um, I, I do hope they bring in somebody to to push him um, and to make this a legitimate competition because while Schrader did some nice things, I don't personally, I don't look at next season and say he is absolutely the guy. I think he'll be the starter and having another year on his belt, hopefully he comes along. But I don't think we saw anything that made us believe this is a done deal, signed, sealed, delivered, he's the quarterback for the next two years. I don't know that we know that. The other question, Mark, that this brings up, having the 14th-ranked recruiting class, is it doesn't bode well for the future, right? These guys, you know, unless they've really outdone themselves in proving the rankings wrong, you know, you know what Developing I'm saying? Developing the players, yeah, as yeah. we talked about. Yeah, Um yeah, I mean, I, I think that that's – isn't that the biggest thing that, that the recruiting rankings signal? I mean, that it's about the future. Like, you don't expect – I mean, they signed 13 guys. You don't expect all 13 guys to come in and make an impact next year. Yeah. Like, very few programs at this level bring in freshmen, true freshmen, and they make an impact immediately right. in that way. Now, you know, some of them will. May, you know, maybe, what, three or four of them will make an impact, you, you hope. Um, so, when you're talking recruiting rankings – it is about the future. You know, we may not know for two, three, four years, um, you know, how this particular class is going to pan out. I think, to me, the biggest takeaway for me yesterday was just the sheer numbers being down. You know that you've lost upwards of 20 players to the portal over the course of the last several months, and you need to replenish those numbers, and you bring in 13, and you still haven't even hit that 20, plus you want to bring in, you know, players on top of that. Because what I was just thinking is, say they, say they make a bowl game next year. You know, Sean Tucker leaves. Garrett Williams leaves. Yeah. If he doesn't already leave. Yeah, you know. And then are you right back to where you were before and now you're in a predicament because you've won seven, eight games this year and then you're out? Okay, you're back to... I mean, that that is a concern and we saw it, you know, they won 10 games and then Dungey left and and then they went right back to five. So, yeah, it's... Obviously, it's a concern, they, and that's what I'm saying. They got to build their depth back up. That this isn't just about, and I'm not even sure how much it is about next year, as much as it is about, to your point, the year two, year three, uh, after that. You want to be able to build the depth back up so that you know if forget Sean Tucker leaving, like obviously that'll be a big loss whenever it does happen. 
but even just injuries, like losing a starter and going from the ones to the twos, you don't want there to be a, a drop-off, a huge drop-off. And when Dino first got here, there was a huge drop-off, and you it feels like you're kind of getting back to that situation where the depth in this program just isn't there. So, you know, how do you build depth? You got to go out and you got to build it back through recruiting and bringing in guys from the portal. And right now the numbers are down. And so I think that that is a concern. Now, the fact that Dino it has gotten the vote of confidence that he's staying, you would assume there's going to be an offensive coordinator announced here before too long. That'll help hopefully pick things back up. They've got two months now to get ready for signing day uh, in February. And hopefully that'll give them a little bit of momentum. Um, but I, I think, you know, Dino said yesterday that half of the work is done and they're halfway home to, to complete in this class. It feels like, to me anyway, it feels like they're a little bit further away than halfway. It, it, it feels like they, they've dug themselves a little bit of a hole. They're a little behind, it feels like, the others. Obviously, I mean, look at the rankings. It feels like they're behind and they need to play catch up here over the next month and a half. Yeah, and it, it's an uphill Climb for this 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 team, and I don't know. I never really get into this whole recruiting class thing because of what you said. You don't know in football till a couple of years down the line, and it's just it's just interesting to see how you know you got a coach on the hot seat, and how that affects your recruiting. Not having an offensive coordinator when you're trying to recruit offensive players has to seem be tough, very difficult. Yeah, unless Dino's going to be the offensive coordinator which I don't know if it's been discussed or not. But, it, but either way, it's got to be a tough sell to the kids. And there's got to be some confusion among recruits because they went from it's a, a program that's supposed to throw the ball a lot to a program that, you know, had games where they completed five passes. You know, I mean, right. that, that's so that's got to be – that's got to give a, a recruit some pause. Yeah. Um, and, and it's that whole chicken or the egg you know, debate about what comes first. Do the wins come first and then the recruits and the players and the depth follow? Or, you know, how do you get the players and the depth and the recruits to come here so that you can win games? Um, it's it, it's a it's a vicious cycle that you lose and you're not getting the players, then you lose more because you're not getting the players, and, you know, it, it, it snowballs. You would think, though, with you saying that it must be hard to get – you would think offensive linemen would want to come yeah. play here. yeah. We're going to run the football. Yeah, we're going to run the football. And you, physical and, you can yeah. prove that you can protect a quarterback because nobody else has done it. Yeah, here, you know, right. So. Yeah, no, that's, I mean, that that's a valid point, you know, if there's a place to come in. and But but again, it's hard to plug and play freshman linemen, right? right? So that that's almost like a transfer portal thing um, because you want you want grown men. I mean, we talked about this with the basketball right. team, right? About you, want, you want grown men to come in and play offensive line you don't want you know 18 or 19 year old kids that are still working on their frame so uh it is it, it feels like it's they're in a they're in a tough spot uh right now as it pertains to recruiting let's take our first time out when we return we'll we'll uh hear some of the comments from dino babers that he made yesterday during that press conference we're just getting started on a thursday edition of orange nation we're back after this on espn radio ESPN 97.7 at 100.1. Watch live on QSportsTalk.com. This is Orange Nation. I don't have big enough hands to work the microphones today. Stephen Pauly back with you here on a Thursday edition of Orange Nation just after 12.30 on a Thursday, which means we are joined here in studio by our good friend Dan from the Wildcat Sports Pub. Dan, we landed our today? number one recruit today, Steve. 
Me? Yes. You're the guy. Yeah. Trying to I, keep it topical. I was on time today. You too. promised like it, you promised a special guest one of these weeks. So I was like, is, is today going to be the day? You, 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 oh, I teased. You're keeping That's me guessing. Yeah. I wasn't sure. If it's going to be a it's, surprise. I, I'll let you know a secret. It's not today. It's not today. No, it's not. Today. He's, not gonna, do, he's not gonna walk through the door. You should no. do it like the masked singer. Also, yeah. is that the name of the show? Yes. And have him come in, and we guess who he is. That is an odd concept for a show. Remember the game? What was the game show where they? It, um, What's my line? No, 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 no. They would get up there and they would make stuff up about themselves, and you had to tell which one was telling the truth. Yes, to tell the truth. Tell the truth. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Back in 1957, I believe that show was on. Yeah. There's a remake of it, right? <laughs> yeah, but it was it was on the Game Show Network in the 80s. Yes, right. <laughs> the 90s. That's how yeah. I know from. What is it about this segment? Last week we were talking about prices, right? Like, what is it about this segment we talked? Game about shows were game fun shows. back when we were kids. They were, and that's what we did in the Remember, morning when you were homesick from car- school. Card sharks. Yeah. Card Sharks. That pressed was a great by luck. They've yeah. oh, luck. Yeah. Pressed by luck. No whammy, no whammy, no whammy. Stop. That's, they, they've remake, uh, remaked. They, you, there's uh, a remake uh, of that now. You want to you want to see a touch of the touch of a, well, a brush with greatness, I guess. The uh, touch. A guy on my the guy on my block in San Diego's son invented pressure luck. Is that right? Yeah. Really? Is he like a gazillionaire? N- I don't know. I just know that I never met the son, but the old man who yelled at us for our dog being in his yard, son, created pressure luck. I would love to know the inspiration of a whammy. Uh, do you remember the game show Studs? No. Polly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know what channel you were watching as a kid. But... No, it was on. It was on TV. It was on. We didn't have cable. It was a regular thing. Studs. It was like a Fox. Or this better be a hor- uh, It was like the dating game. I got nothing. Yeah, this is getting weird. Go ahead. Let's switch topics you remember, to Tupperware. Uh, I'm talking, uh, what was the other game show that this guy created? Catchphrase. I don't he created, catchphrase. He created uh, pressure lock and catch. Catchphrase was they would put the pictures up and you had to guess what the pictures uh, yeah. equaled as a word. And they would like slowly show you what oh. the pictures were. Does that, that ring a bell? That did, that did that not like have the same longevity as uh, pressure lock. Yeah. Or supermarket sweep. Supermarket sweep is good. a good one. That's that's quality. You have to be an athlete, like tying this, but you got to be an athlete yeah. to do supermarket sweep. Yep. Or an ex-athlete. Yeah. I couldn't. Is that a shot it. at me? I, no, I couldn't. Oh, okay. Do it. No, right. I couldn't do it. I speaking of speaking of speaking of shots and yeah, what, what's going on with our pig game? Did that ever get touched? Well, upon we got to find that... a place. Oh yeah. You did you have a portable basket? No, I don't even have a basketball. So we gotta find a basketball. We gotta find a place Jordan, to throw it. <laughs> see if you can get us into uh, in, into the Mellow Center one morning. Jordan, we'll, can you work on that, please? And we'll play. Uh, we'll ask Coach Beheim. We have him on. Can we use a Mellow <laughs> Center just, for a half sh- hour one morning? We I'll can, ask. We him. could use the dome too. It doesn't matter either one. They've right? let us play in the Mellow Center before. Okay. Well, you know, it's just you got to get permission. We'd only be there for ten minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Didn't you? Uh, weren't you involved in that three on three basketball tournament? Were you? Did you play that year? No, Remember no. I d- used to be involved like, yeah, several I ref- years ago. Yeah, I refused to get involved. Did, in didn't they have a, a, they had a team from the station? Didn't yes, they? and they were yelling. Yes, yes. There was a former brother of a celebrity on yeah, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yelling at the refs. It was an embarrassment. It was, yes. Like, yes. seriously yelling? Yes, at oh, a charity that's event. Yes. That's not That's good. not right. No. Uh, but Especially did, if it's for charity. You can't the, do that. The, the team here trained at the Mellow Center, I thought. Yes. Yeah, yes, right. Yes. Okay. You guys, you guys trained for it? I didn't make this up. Yeah, not well. Uh, <laughs> speaking of charity events, do you, were you 
ever involved in your high school like charity events when the did you ever go to those where like the teachers would play like the police so i i've done a few yeah, sports games i've done a few since i've been at channel nine where it's like a you know quote-unquote celebrity team against uh you know teachers or whatever. i've done some of those yeah i've seen those get heated on occasion really yeah I could understand like 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 first responders were doing it, like cops versus firemen or something like that. I could see that getting, you know. I saw a gym put, teacher get really angry in a I, charity. Really? <laughs> when I was younger. Yeah. Really? Do you ever watch donkey basketball? Yeah, I've I've participated in oh. donkey basketball. It is hard. Is it? It is. I don't hard, think it's legal if, anymore. If what is it, donkey basketball? You get on the back of a donkey you and you play basketball. Oh, you literally play on a donkey. Yes. Very early in my channel nine career, we did a charity event. Uh, I I think it was I want to say it was at ESM, and it, like if your donkey doesn't want to go, like, <laughs> your donkey's not going. Where do you find ten donkeys? We uh yeah right. <laughs> a, I don't think you can do it ask. today. I don't think people. I think people frown on adults sitting on donkeys and playing basketball. But also, I've participated in one in Utica where we were in wheelchairs, and that's hard as hell. Yeah, that is impossible. <laughs> we played a team of guys in wheelchairs and we were in wheelchairs and they kicked our ass i bet yeah, yeah it was whoo yeah i was exhausted yeah so there, there's charity Did you move your arms the next day i mean you were probably pretty sore right? yeah no yeah i i'm not a former athlete i was out of it yeah did you play uh, they don't do charity do they they don't do it like i remember charity events were like a big thing we'd play soft like the media members would play softball against like police and stuff, and a lot of people would turn out. I don't think I don't you don't see much of that anymore at all, do you? Maybe it's because of COVID. Though. You know, I was going to say you don't see much of anything the last two years. Um, yeah, I mean, I, th- I think they still do some charity events. Hale Sagan says they do the donkey basketball every year at ESL. Oh, is that right? I felt like that would have been banned by now. <laughs> I wonder why they didn't ask me back. <laughs> It's got to create an issue with. What's the donkey's got to go to the bathroom? I mean, how do you? What yeah, do you just go. You, that's part. That's the beauty of it. That puts. That's it, part of the fun of it. Yeah. yeah. There's some. All right, so donkey basketball. That, no, I'm, right coming, that, I'm, I'm trying to come up with charity <laughs> ideas for us. For us? Yeah, what well, do you think we do a, a, a donkey pig game? <laughs> so I think we should do something as a, as a group. We could, I mean, we could just do like if an actual basketball. Play us? No, that's no. A, no that's yeah, that's ex- that sounds exhausting. Yeah, I don't like, know if, if I, I could play basketball sitting on a horse. Well, here's the thing. That <laughs> would be awesome. That way, I'm not doing it, anything. Like, especially running up and down the court, man. Yeah, that's, thing though, uh, we have. I'm we almost have, fifty. Hang on, we have so many former players that are on this show, or we have access to. Like, why not put together something? No, I want like us that. to do something. Yeah, I know, but we would be involved as well. I'm just saying, like, we've. I think a great jumping off point is a game of pig. Okay, from from my start point small, of view, start, start small, small and build then build your endurance from pig to horse to okay to donkey to. Well, I feel like we basketball. should do something like the losers have to make a donation to the winners. I think that's a great idea. Out of the three, I think of that's us. a good I, idea. I like that. All right, that's that. That sounds like fun. Um, and we can invite people to watch it. We got to. All right, I'll make this happen. We're gonna play pig in public. Pig in public. I think if if we're gonna do it in public, I think we should give them some entertainment value, and maybe take it to horse so the game lasts more than five minutes okay there's pig you can go quick man you can go quick and pig you could and once steve starts dunking then we'll work out Paulie and logistics. i are kind of screwed so we'll no i think i think i think today's audience of uh on demand doesn't want a horse 
They want pig. They want in and out. They want it quick? Yes. Okay. See who wins? Move yeah. on? This no one some... wants us to sit while I just miss shots <laughs> for an hour and a half. Well, that, see, that's, that's the thing about, right? Yeah, that's the that, thing about that you're game. You're setting is, yourself up right. for failure. Or you're going to be there for four shot. hours. Yeah. So. I saw you bring a pizza in today. What would you bring us? I think it's uh, uh, half cheese, half roni sausage. Nice. Yeah, how was the Hawaiian last week? It was awesome. fantastic. Was it? He, yeah. Are you he, just saying he's that? Not, no, he's now a fan of pineapple on no, pizza. No, I like really? it. There was ham on it, too. Yes. yes. Now, full disclosure, our, our Hawaiian pizza, that's what it's called, Hawaiian yeah. pizza, has pineapple ham and bacon. Okay. Now, we did not put bacon on it for you guys because okay. that wasn't discussed, and yeah. I didn't know how you felt about bacon. Um, I could go either way with the bacon. I'm, I'm glad it was ham and, and pineapple. And you were a fan, Paul. Yeah, I was. Good. I enjoy it. Uh, we did not come through with our pick last week. We picked Syracuse to beat Georgetown. That obviously did not happen. Uh, this week we have a little bit of an easier pick because they're playing Lehigh. So I will leave it up to you, uh, Dan, since you are the business owner. Um, are we, we said we were just going to pick the winner. <laughs> this, saying that. this is probably the last one that's going to be like this. It's going to be kind of a no-brainer um, because then they go into ACC play. Are you willing to just have, have us pick Syracuse Lehigh straight up? Sure. Or do you want to put some points sure. on it? I'm going to take Syracuse. You're going on a limb there, Paul. Not, you didn't even have to yeah. hesitate. Yeah. So yeah. we'll go Syracuse. We'll try to get back on track here. I right. didn't I didn't completely uh, block this out. Did you say what the pizza was? Yeah, he said it's half cheese yeah. and half pepperoni sausage. Oh. He was thinking about the Hawaiian pizza. I no, I was thinking about ways to play pig. You were thinking you just want pineapple every week? Because I, I, would, I wouldn't be opposed to that. What was the other game we played on the You'll know, Steve, when we were kids. Around the hoop, there was, was there twenty one. Twenty one. Oh yeah, sure. Twenty one. That would that that would go that, very quickly with three people. I don't and, remember how to play and, that. And you have to run in that, and I don't like you. You don't have to run in pig. Yeah, there's got to be some really firm guidelines if we play pig. No running. No, no running. <laughs> Anything no dunking is banned. Yeah, yeah, nothing beyond the three point line. Like three, you can't three shoot p- from the other. Foul line yeah, together. And, nothing yeah. that's going to hurt how, us. How old and, are you, Dan? You're mid 40s? 45. Yeah. 45, okay. All right. I'm I think 49. we're all like the same age. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Nothing that can hurt Steve. He's a. Nothing that can wind us up fra- in the hospital. He's fragile. Yes. Nothing that can hurt Steve. We should play ER instead of pig <laughs> emergency room because that's where we're going to end up. <laughs> Make sure there's an ambulance there. <laughs> Just like the real sporting events and we'll be fine. I, I I no I I think we could wrong? make I think we could make like a Twitch thing and and raise money for a charity of us playing pig. That would be I, fun. I, I, I will tell you this: we went bowling on Monday, and I haven't bowled in maybe six months, nine months. And we Did went you bowling. hurt yourself? Yep. That would be fun. Wait, he, yep. He hurt himself. You want to go bowling? Yeah. That would be fun. That would be much easier to do than then pig. We, could, pig. we could yeah. execute that. Well, yeah. how, well, before we before I commit to bowling, which I pulled my hamstring, bowling, <laughs> the ball was too heavy, so so. And I dropped it, and it just it hurt. And the rest of the game, I, I did bowl a one thirty-seven though. Wow, that's gonna be tough to beat. Yeah, Paul I don't think I could get anywhere. And these people are like one thirty-seven. That's it. I thought it was pretty good for me. We had yeah. one employee bowl a one ninety-one. Wow, that is. She good. did a good job. One ninety-one. Hale Sagan so. is saying we should just play the game Operation, but hook it up to a car battery. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like all that these ideas. End well. I don't like that idea at all. Yeah. That doesn't end well at all. If you lose, you lose. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, right. exactly. And the older I get, the less steady my hands are. So, I, the bowling or the pig or whatever you guys want. I think to I think, I think bowling great. would be fun. It would be. It's it, and we could have people come watch. We it. don't have to right. run. We can easily go to a bowling alley. I'll set it up for after the uh, after the first of the year. I think that would be fun. We can have an adult beverage. Yeah. Uh, anything else, Dan? Before we let you go, this Sunday from eleven to one is I mentioned this last week. I'll mention it again. Is the uh, pizza with Santa. 
Uh, it's five dollars admission, and um, all the proceeds that we raise, everything, is going to a local family in need for right before Christmas time. That's great. Uh, there's arts and crafts. There's reindeer food. There's obviously Santa. There's pizza. There's soda. Um, there's fire trucks. There's police cars. Um, all that stuff that kids like. So eleven to one at the restaurant, thirty six eighty Milton Ave, in Camillus this Sunday. There's reindeer food. So you I wish bring, Dan bring reindeer. reindeer. I wish Dan was here more often. I like the topics we have. When yeah. Yeah. Well, we, more, we, we we get off topic. This is my right? this is more my flow. This is your real house. Yeah. This is your real house. Yeah. Yeah. I would say, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, See, I don't Dan. bring sports to the table. I bring everything else to the table. Uh, will you be here? You next... bring pizzas to the table. Will ah. You, will you be here next week? It's, it's close to the holidays. Twenty third. I don't know if. Yeah, you're, you're... I, I plan on it. Okay. Are you guys going to be here? Yes, yeah, we're going to be here. It's going to be the big Orange Nation gift exchange that day. Oh, oh yeah. God! I I I actually I bought your present last night. Yeah, way too late in the game. I hope it is here. I paid extra for shipping, so it better. I had be to do that with Brent's gift. Yeah, Brent always buys me a gift, and I always feel like crap because I never buy him anything. And this year, I bought it, and I had to pay a lot of money to get it here. Yeah. Like I don't think days. overnight shipping truly means overnight shipping anymore, though. It's two days I bought. Yeah. And paid for it. It should be here, Paulie. I pay, I paid the extra shipping, so it would be here. So my hope, I'm crossing my fingers that we will we will be able to. Uh, Yours and Jordan's gifts. gifts are on my dining room table. Excellent. Right wow, you planned ahead. Uh, all right, Dan. We'll uh, we'll let you go. Uh, our official pick: Syracuse to beat Lehigh. If they do, uh, free cheese pizza four to six o'clock or four to seven o'clock on uh, on Monday's dining. If they don't, there'll be a lot of people yeah. there drinking. <laughs> right. Either way, you can't lose. Dan. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. We uh, so we're gonna give away crunch tickets on the. Oh yes. Side. Are we are we sweeping the nation? Or yeah. Why not? Three one five four three seven seven six four four. If you'd like to go to uh, bring four you and three of your friends. To uh, see the Crunch versus the Belleville Senators tomorrow night, 315-437-7644. If the game does not happen, we'll we'll hook you up with whatever the replacement game is. 315-437-7644. Call now. We will uh, play Crunch time with you. I'll have to come up with another uh, Captain Crunch trivia question for everybody. All right, you got four minutes to do that. We're back after this on ESPN Radio. Watch your favorite ESPN Syracuse sports talk shows on QSportsTalk.com. This is Orange Nation. Stephen Fonsi, Paulie Sibilia back with you here on a Thursday edition of Orange Nation. Time to bring on the Hall of Famer, Jim Bay. I'm brought to you every week by Oswego County mutual insurance and uh, coach we'll get to basketball in a moment but uh, we, we had veteran sportscaster Dave Cohen on News Channel 9 last night he said that he can't think of two more loyal Central New Yorkers than Jim Beheim and Rod Wood uh, I would be remiss if I didn't ask you about the passing of, of our friend this week and, and colleague Rod Wood well you know he was a great guy he, he was a, a you know what you look for when you want to watch a journalist on television, you know, you knew what he told you something that was what it was. There was no shading. It was, this is it. This is the truth. This is the way it is. And, you know, consistency every day, you got the same consistent, you know, really greatness uh, every day. And uh, Rod was the kind of guy that makes Central New York, I think. There's, there's a lot of guys somewhat like that. But he certainly, he stands out because, you know, obviously in the public eye. But I think he's what Central New York's about. People that are going to tell you the truth and 
be fair and honest with you all the way and never trying to capture something, some headline or something. He's the kind of guy you miss. Yeah, well said, Coach. I appreciate you saying that. Uh, as we move on now to, to basketball, uh, just one game to look on from this past week, the, the Georgetown game. You guys played really well in the first half, up by 10. Uh, they came back and got you in the second half. What, what changed in, in the final 20 minutes, in your opinion? We couldn't stop them inside. The guy scored 20 points inside. One guy scored 20 points inside the lane, and another kid got eight. Uh, around the basket. So it was 28 points in the middle of our zone, which is normally an area that we protect. And, you know, we'll give up some threes, but we're not giving up a lot in there. And uh, we just couldn't defend in there. We have to get better in the middle of our zone. Uh, we have to help our centers a little bit better. And uh, But our centers have to do better. You know, we can't let a 6'5 guy come in and score 20 points and a half. I mean, there's no secret. Our defense is not good enough. It hasn't been good enough really all year. And uh, it's, uh, it's it's sometimes it's a little worse than others. We've made a couple of adjustments that have helped. Or is a little bit better, but um, it puts a little more pressure on our centers to cover corners instead of just the center. But it's really better for them than having guys attacking them at the at the basket in the middle all the time. So this has been a good week. We've been able to get in some good practice days, and I think that uh, we're, we're we're making gradual improvements. The practice has really helped us. Uh, I think obviously we've got to shoot a little bit better from the perimeter with Buddy and Cole, uh, but. Um, I, we're not completely out of. We're not like miles away. We're a little bit away, no question about it. But I had to laugh a little bit. Somebody told me that the fans had to make a decision whether they're going to support us or not. And well, obviously they're not fans. They have to make that decision. <laughs> fans support your team, win or lose, and they can be mad. They can be mad at the coach. They can be mad at whoever they want to be mad at. But the fans of our basketball program support our team. We had the most fans in the in, in the Washington at the Georgetown game. We had the most fans in the building. New York City, we had the most fans in the building. So we have great fans, and they do support us. Obviously, we're not playing great. We went into the buildings, you know, not playing well, and the fans showed up, and they they show up here. And we're fortunate that we do have fans that are great. The critics, a lot of the critics don't even come to games. They're just critics, and that's that's fine. Everybody has that option today in this country. Coach, I got a question for you. Maybe you can put it in layman's terms now for us. You said Jesse didn't get to the corners, and then he gave up in the middle the scoring. What What is the center's job? How does he know where to be? In well, those... he knows where to be. We work on it every day. Yeah, but well, well, what causes him to come up and what causes him to not, you know? Well, when he didn't get to the corner, he said he was just late, which is that's just not a good that's not a good excuse. We practice every day. He's got to get there. And they got two threes and wide open in the corner and then we covered it better after that. And uh, the guy who made two in a row uh the rest of the game was 3 for tw- uh 3 for uh, 13. So we did cover him better after that. But those were Two bad plays, and 
if we're making him go to the corner, it's because we're protecting the middle. If we if he doesn't go to the corner, then we're not we're not able to help as much in the middle, and so he's going to get more direct attacks right in front of the basket. And he he needs to get some help there too. It's not just him. Our defense isn't one guy or two. It's everybody, and everybody has to help. But in a lot of ways, our defense is better. But it's it's clearly not good enough now. If we had played a little bit better offensively at Georgetown, we would have won. But we we played okay, but not good enough. But our defense is something we work on every day. Every player knows exactly what they have to do, and it's complicated. It's not you can't look at the defense and say, "Well, he did this wrong or he did that wrong." It's it's very difficult to tell that in any zone defense. It's five guys have to play together, so it's very difficult to figure that out. And uh, the front line is all new guys. They're all, you know, the forwards are all new. Jesse's really in a different role. Frank didn't play last year. So we're we're trying to evolve there, and I think we are getting better, but we've still got a lot of work to do. And these practices have helped us. And uh, we still have some more practices and games before we get to the conference. So um, I think we're making progress right now. One of the encouraging but, things, Coach, uh, was the the play of the bench, I thought, against Georgetown. Uh, Frank and Samir, Benny all did some good things in that first half. Uh, what did you think about their collective performance, and, and what are you looking you know, to, to get out of them moving forward so they can get some more minutes? Well, they played well, and that's a good sign. That's the first game for really where they really all contributed, and that was good. So they'll get more playing time. The playing time is decided by the players. You know, when they play well, they'll play more the next game. So those three guys all earn some more time, and uh, hopefully we'll we'll get them in there and get some some productive minutes from them. Um, we need them all to play well. A lot of people sometimes make the conclusion when we lose it at the end of the Georgetown game, well, they were tired. Well, the same five guys played against Indiana and won won the second overtime. And the same guys played at Florida State and won the game at the end. So it's not a matter of being tired. It's a matter of, you know, who are the best players? We're going to keep the best players in the game. And if we can get help off the bench, we will. Uh, But that's really the way almost everybody in America coaches. Uh, the best players play the majority of the time. But certainly uh, I expect these three guys to play a little bit more as we move forward. They're they're getting better. Last one for you, Coach, as we get you out of here. This is obviously final exam week, so there's no games. After this, all the students go home, team stays here, and it becomes you know all about basketball for the next five weeks or so. How, how critical is this time for a team to come together on and off the court and a lot of practice time and a lot of time together and getting their workouts in? How critical of a time is this in the season for you guys? Well, it's always important. It's always a key time and for the reasons that you just said. They can focus on basketball and uh, really uh, work on getting better. And that's what everybody's going to do. And I think our team will get better. I think we've got really a a whole group of guys inside that are learning about the game. I think our guards are playing pretty well defensively. I think they've improved from last year. But I think we have to do better at the front line. I think we will. And this next five weeks is going to be very helpful for that. 
and uh, we're just going to keep working and get better. All right, Coach, uh, thanks so much. Best of luck as non-conference play wraps up. We'll talk to you again next week. Thank you. All right, there he is, uh, Jim Behami. With that, uh, phone lines open the rest of the way, 315-437-7644. Jim, uh, Jim Beheim brought to you every week by Empower Federal Credit Union and Oswego County Mutual Insurance. We are back after this on ESPN Radio.